Police officers, they often get a bad rap, primarily because people, social media, and the news only highly publicize negative interactions. Officer David Dukes was fired and charged with felony assault and battery. Excessive force can never be an acceptable foundation for the policing of any community. Officer Kevin Press kicked Crud up several times and slammed his head to the ground. It's disappointing, after a year unlike any other, that we still discredit some of our bravest men and women. Enough is enough. It's time we stand up and back the blue. I am Kayla Blakesley, a local member of the media and radio personality. And I am Sophia Rosales-Catina, captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. Together we are joining forces to bring you Unholstered. An in-depth look at all the stories, events, and topics that show how our officers serve and fight for our community every single day. When we saw the car up in flames. You know, we saw the two kids in the back unconscious. We knew that we had to get them out. And no topics are off limits. On that day, I participated in the defense of the United States Capitol from an armed mob. He's shooting at the cops right now. We're backing up. A sixth grade female student fired multiple rounds. Who are black people supposed to call Ghostbusters when we have crime in our neighborhood? We need police reform. Plus, we'll give you an intimate look into the unheard stories that only officers themselves can share. From saving lives. Officer Michael, in heroic fashion, returned fire, uh, even, even in the midst of, of being shot himself. To soul-crushing losses. This is a raw scene, and this is a raw emotional outpouring of hurt by your police department and by your first responders. And every incredible moment in between. Thank God there's a school resource officer there to handle and de-escalate the situation so nobody is hurt. We're giving you an unfiltered look at some of the bravest men and women on earth. So join us for a show unlike any other and hear from your police officers like you've never heard them before. Your town, your topics, your team. This is Unholstered. Good Saturday morning, everyone. Welcome on in here to another edition of Unholstered. I am just one of your hosts. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I actually host a radio program right here in Fort Wayne, Indiana during the week. And I have the pleasure of doing Unholstered with my co-host, Sophia, every weekend. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I am a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. And welcome again to our holiday edition of Unholstered. I can't believe it. This is our 20th episode of Unholstered. Time just flies uh, when you're having fun. If you've never tuned into Unholstered before, this is a really unique I think incredible program because it's your local media, which is me, teaming up with our local police department, which is Sophia, to talk about uh, all of the topics that often don't get talked about when it comes to backing our our men and women in blue. And that's what we're all about here on Unholstered. So if you've missed any previous episodes, you can download them anywhere. You can download a podcast. And Sophia, before we start with our very special guest here, I think we do need a programming note because we're not here next weekend. Right. We are going to be off for Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah, right. We're going to finally <laughs> a break. But we will return on the following uh, New Year's Day um, with another special edition here of our show, uh, but we want to um, welcome our guest today. It's uh, my honor to have him sitting next to me, and it's been my honor to work with him and um, have him have so much faith in me to kind of move me upward in the department. Uh, but today we have the uh, pleasure of speaking with uh, Chief Stephen Reed. He's the chief of the Fort Wayne Police Department. And welcome, sir. If you kind of introduce yourself. Well, thank you, Sophia, for those kind words. And thank you, Kayla, for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I'm not going to lie, Chief Reed. I'm a little bit intimidated. I'm a little bit nervous to I have you I don't look at him, right? I mean, nobody can see him, but. 
that. He looks sharp. You're all dressed up yeah. in your blue suit. You look fantastic. Uh, Chief, I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about you. So I was hoping what we could do during this episode of the show is obviously get to know you a little bit more and then maybe just kind of take a look back at the year of 2021 uh, as it pertains to the Fort Wayne Police Department. But let's just start getting to know you. How did you become the chief of the Fort Wayne Police Department? Well, certainly I'm a 29-year veteran of the Fort Wayne Police Department. Um, joined the department in uh, January 93. Um, worked my way up through the ranks. Everyone starts in operations of patrol. Um, transferred to the detective bureau, made sergeant, uh, worked my way up, end up at the training academy as one of the training sergeants. Uh, came back, uh, served in internal affairs. Uh, the then Chief Rusty York promoted me to captain over investigations. Uh, I was later promoted to deputy chief over the Southwest Division. Later, the assistant chief uh, under Chief Gary Hamilton. And uh, in 2016, uh, the mayor asked me if I'd uh, take the role as chief of police. I remember that. I remember that distinctly. And obviously, Sophia, he's doing a good job, yeah? <laughs> I think he's doing a great job, yes. How How's your job been? How would you compare? I mean, you've been obviously in this line of work for 29 years, and I hate to bring up COVID, but obviously it's still an issue. How has that changed the dynamic for you over the last, well, at this point, I'd say two years? Yes. I mean, we had to put special protocols in place um, for our officers for handling uh, investigations, for hand handling uh, prisoners. Uh, we had to work with the sheriff to make sure that uh, we were working together so the, the jail didn't, didn't, did not get overwhelmed with COVID cases. Mm. Uh, we worked extremely well together, myself and the sheriff, um, and just maintaining a level um if you would, of, of safety, of yeah. cleanliness around the police yeah. department. Uh, do you feel like you've had to do more with less? Because I know we'd all say that here at my company, Been a lot of friends that I have, they all say that, oh, it just feels like through COVID we've had to do so much more with less. Do you feel that way as well? Not so much as the police department. Our, our men and women work so hard every day um, at the police department. Uh, they showed up for work. Um, during the whole pandemic, we were never short-staffed. Um, Sophia has mentioned that I found that incredible that you guys didn't have to deal with many staffing issues like that. We didn't. Um, we didn't have a lot of people off with COVID. We've had people, I think, over the course of the last two years, we've had 60 people maybe that have had COVID, tested positive for COVID and had to go into quarantine. Uh, but it hasn't been an overwhelming number as some other departments have had. I kind of want to pass the mic more to you, Sophia, because what I'd like to do is take a look back at 2021. You're always our statistics gal here on the show. Uh, it's something we like to do here at WoWo where I work. We always kind of take a look back with the mayor. Um, we do it every year. And one of the big things that we always talk about with him, uh, just crime rates and crime stats, where we've come, what we've accomplished, where we're going, things like that. And I know you brought in a, a lot of those stats for us. I did, and I'm starting. I'm going to start with what I have uh, on me. I'll let Chief Reed address some of the yeah. other things. But you know, we've had a couple shows in the past on the fentanyl crisis, the overdose uh, overdose crisis here in um, Fort Wayne, and I have some actually very some staggering numbers. So uh, as of this year, we've collected over 11 pounds of fentanyl, which is 5,029 grams so far this year. Well, up like November 30th. Um, compared to last year, we only seized 905. Wow. So it's huge. And this is what we've seized. I mean, this isn't what's this in is what our we, like, community. About, right? This is what yeah. we know about, right? But if we correlate that with the overdose death that we have had in 2021, we're, we're sitting at 103 right now, but we have 92 pending in toxicology. So if you add those two together, mm -hmm. last year we had a total of 145. So we're going to completely wipe 
that rate out this year once those toxicology port reports come back, and they will most likely come back positive for fentanyl. Chief Reed, when you hear that, what does that tell you? Disturbing. Um, we hate to see that level. Um, we hate to see any overdose deaths, but we hate to see this level continue to increase um, and this level um, of seizures of fentanyl uh, as well as methamphetamine. We've seen record seizures of both of those drugs uh, this hmm. year over last year. Um, again, you know, the, the officers are working extremely hard to get these drugs off the street, but they're just, they're flowing into our country. Are we able to pinpoint a why? I mean, I know Sophia and I have talked about it a lot here on the show in episodes past, but if someone's kind of missed that one, are we able to pinpoint a why they're landing in Fort Wayne? They're landing all over this country. It's every community has been affected mm -hmm. by fentanyl, every single one. Rural communities, large urban communities, they've all been affected. And, you know, our meth seizures, it's uh, 6,460 grams. So that's probably around 12 pounds as well compared to 2600 last year well you don't ever hear about meth seizures either it, I, feel, I feel like everyone's huge. talking about fentanyl i didn't even yeah they're not the meth labs anymore yeah. they're not what we used to see people making the meth labs because we've really tightened down the restrictions on what, what you can buy at the pharmacies and showing ids and stuff like that but what we're seeing now is more like crystal meth that's coming across the southern border mm. it's still, the cartels are are still flowing this stuff to our country but you know we've got to really look and see our, our friends, our families are taking these pills that they're getting off the street. Mm -hmm. um, we know that most of these pills are cut at some rate with fentanyl. Um, what rate they're cut at, we, we've talked about before. We can't, we don't know right. because there's no kind of quality control, right, in a, in a drug manufacturing facility. So we've just got to address the fact that why are we taking these? And this has to be a community effort. This is... While the arrest and seizures of the, of the drugs are our problem as law enforcement, the reasons why people take yeah, these the is why. a community and society problem, and we've really got to start addressing that. Drug seizures, I feel like, are always a big one. What about homicides? Do you happen to have those stats there with you, Chief Reed? I do. Uh, currently, uh, as I was advised yesterday, we're standing at 37 homicides, which is slightly less than last year. Okay. Um, again, way too many. Yeah. Uh, our homicide unit... Uh, those folks are incredible. They've got our clearance rate nearly 80%, uh, which is unheard of for a large city. Yeah. Um, they, they work hard. Just in a recent um, homicide investigation, I had several detectives pretty much did not go home for an entire weekend. They were here following up leads. Uh, operations folks were helping them. Uh, our gang unit was helping them uh, track these folks down and make their arrests. So where does that put us compared to other years? I'm really putting you on the spot now with numbers. Do you happen to have how 2021 is comparing to, say, 2020 or 2019? Uh, slightly down. Again, we've got a couple weeks left in this year. I believe we ended at 42 last okay. year. I don't have that number in front of me. Uh, I, I told you I was really putting you on the spot. Yeah, I, I believe it's 42. <laughs> it is 42. No worries. Do you think COVID was a factor or is a factor in that number for them being down? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, the COVID, in my opinion, also with the head of the sexual assault treatment center, they they felt really um, the sexual assaults got underreported in 2020, and we're seeing an increase this year. Yeah, they they do certainly go underreported because you can't get out to report, right? Right. So you're kind of stuck in your house. You're not able to go to school. You're not able to go to work. 
and that's where maybe you feel safe reporting um, at that point. So, you know, we did see a decline in things, but I'll, I'll agree with them that I believe, even with domestics, I believe all of that through COVID was underreported. I didn't realize that. What about guns? As far as gun seizures, um, the, the men and women of the Fort Wayne Police Department have seized over 800 guns, uh, got those guns off the streets. Um, various reasons, felon in possession of a handgun, um, failure to have a permit for a handgun. Uh, many of those firearms were used in homicides and shootings. They were able to get off the street. Um, so again, the credit goes out to the men and women of the Fort Wayne Police Department for doing an incredible job uh, getting those uh, guns off the street from individuals who just not, are not allowed to have them. Yeah, can you walk us through that process? Because this topic always gets a little foggy sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think when people hear, oh, police are taking our guns. Um, I mean, you just said it. These are folks who aren't supposed to have these guns. But how does that actual, actual seizure of that firearm occur? Well, the officer um, is on an investigation. Um, the person has a weapon that is not allowed to possess them um, for whatever other charges they may have. Um, the weapon is then seized. Uh, a lot of times they're stolen. We will make contact with mm -hmm. the owner, get that weapon back to them. Um, primarily, uh, we're dealing with handguns, some long guns, but handguns. So, um, and I don't want anyone to, to misunderstand what we're doing here. I'm a strong Second Amendment supporter. Um, I believe in that right, but we also got to balance that with getting these guns uh, off the streets from individuals who want to use them for criminal activity. And shouldn't have them to begin with. Yeah, yeah. these yes. are not red flag seizures or anything like that. These are illegal possession seizures. So these are people who cannot have these guns because they're not able to possess them. Mm -hmm. They don't have a permit. They don't weren't able to get a permit. They're a felon, um, you know, with certain charges that prevent them from having the gun. So these are not just, we're just going and taking people's guns. Yeah. Um, so I just want to make that perfectly clear. Chief Reed, you said something. You said, I don't want people to be misinformed. And something that it seems like Sophia and I talk about almost on a weekly basis here on Unholstered is just misconceptions that people have. Usually we're talking about a certain topic, but since you are the chief, do you feel like there are misconceptions that people have about the Fort Wayne Police Department overall? Because I'd say now is your time to kind of set the record straight. There, there are. And, you know, every, everyone gets uh, nervous, if you would, when they see the officer behind them, including yeah. myself. I do. I'm like, oh, hopefully it's Sophia. <laughs> yes, um, but we've, we've did, a, I feel, a great job uh, in, in doing outreach to, to get to people to understand why police do what they do in given situations. We have a program called Procedural Justice that we run through our academy, and we are blessed here at the Fort Wayne Police Department to have our own training academy. Most agencies do not, um, but we run this a couple times a year, and it gives an inside look of why police officers do what they do in a given situation, why there may be two or three or four cars at a traffic stop, um, mm. why it takes more than one officer to get a uh, subject who is resisting into handcuffs. It could take multiple officers. Um, we we want to continue that education. How would you, I, this is probably a tough question to answer, but how would you, you rate, I mean, overall the Fort Wayne Police Department compared to other departments across the country in terms of, you know, let's compare same size departments. But I just feel like I learn week after week about so many programs that you have. And you just mentioned another one there that I didn't even know existed. I mean, is that normal for most police departments? Unfortunately, no. Um, we have many great police departments in Indiana. Uh, some just do not have the resources yeah. that we are blessed to have here. And I want to thank um, publicly our city council for supporting the police department, uh, our mayor, Tom Henry, 
for supporting the police department. We're increasing our staffing levels. Um, the officers uh, will see a significant raise over the next three years. And that's all thanks to those folks. Wow. Do those folks know that? Or are they just learning that right now on unholesome? No. <laughs> no, they know. Hold the phone. We need but, a breaking news sounder. But I'll, like, come, I'll cut in here, too. And so we really have to thank the citizens. We yeah. have had yes. overwhelming support through all of these turbulent past few years. An overwhelming number of people have reached out to thank us for what we do, to give us credit for what we do. And while we still have our naysayers, and we'll always have those naysayers, I think an overwhelming amount of citizens here in our community respect and like us. And we just want to thank them for that because, you know, we're here because of them. Mm -hmm. Policing exists because the community supports and we are grateful for that. I'm so, so glad to hear that, Sophia. And kind of on that note, on the positive side of things, can we talk about some accomplishments, you know, over the past year, what the Fort Wayne Police Department has accomplished throughout 2021? Well, some of those big accomplishments are keeping our violent crime rate down. Um, it's down uh, over 2020, 39%. Wow. And that's all violent crime. Unfortunately, we're st still seeing too much violent crime, but as other cities, um, Crime rates soar. Um, ours is not. And that is because of the, the citizens here, as Sophia pointed out, um, the residents here of Fort Wayne, and the backing of our elected officials. Uh, we're, I, like I said, we're increasing our numbers. Um, the officers are getting a raise. Here in Fort Wayne, the officers never stopped working. They continued to work through a pandemic, th through other issues. Um, and they know that the community supports them, and that that is uh, that means a lot. It does, and you know, our officers, you know, work tirelessly day after day, and we work we're working through a high volume of calls. Sometimes our officers don't even get to eat yeah. um, through their shift. Um, because we're so busy. What's a normal day? Now I'm really, really putting you on the spot. What, yeah. what, what are we talking volume in terms of calls? How many come in on a regular basis? So, you know, every every day changes. When yeah. I when I came into this morning in here, the computer was full of just accidents. Wow. There were probably 20 accidents on the screen, and over and above the calls that we normally get, domestics, alarms, those kinds of things. But through November 30th, we've had um, about 112,000 calls. Those do not oh. include any kind of traffic stops or anything like that. Those are just calls for service, like domestics, alarms, disturbances, party arms, robberies, homicides. Um, and those span um, over the quadrants, you know, our southeast and northwest have the most at over 30,000 calls. So... That's mind-blowing. It, it, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, we have, you know, so many people in operations over three shifts, over four quadrants, um, <laughs> you know, in three rotations. So that doesn't leave a lot of people to answer those calls. But know that they're always consistently working and doing their best. Chief Reed, if someone's listening right now and, you know, you had talked about increasing staffing there. If someone wanted to become a member of the Fort Wayne Police Department, uh, maybe they're compelled by something you've said today or Sophia said. How could they go about doing that? Well, you can go to our website anytime, and our application process is, uh, is, is on there. Um, we have a recruitment team now uh, that Sophia has helped put together. Um, once you make application, um, uh, you're assigned to a recruiter, and they make contact throughout the, the process. We are getting ready in, in uh, January here to start our next basic recruit class, our 66 class. Oh, wow. We will end up seating 40 recruits that have, uh, for the most part, been selected already. 
um, and they'll start that class. And in 2021, we had our 21st and 22nd lateral officer class. By lateral officer, I mean they work for another police department, okay. and they wanted to come here to join us. We saw officers from all over the country, California, New York. They want to come here to Fort Wayne because of that. this community. I love that. Yeah. And if, if you want to uh, join, you can text join FWPD to uh, 260-233-9850. I'll just put that plug in now. Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> how many classes do you do a year? Is there just one class a year? Is that how it works? Well, basically, we do one basic recruit class a year, and then we may do one. And like last year, we did two lateral classes okay. instead of a basic class. So we're, we're constantly hiring. Uh, we have, you know, uh, Myself included, you know, our <laughs> department's getting uh, some of our folks are getting older, closer to retirement age. Uh, so we got to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. And so we can keep our numbers up. Chief Reed, I want to allow you enough time here as we're coming up towards the end of the show. Just we're, we're one week from Christmas today. <laughs> I just cannot believe it. It just snuck up on all of us. But do you have any maybe special Christmas message you'd like to give uh, the members of the Fort Wayne Police Department or members of the community? Because if so, now is the time. The mic is yours. Well, Pretty much, if I could say one thing to my officers and to the community, it is thank you. Yeah. Sincerely thank you for what you guys do every day. I mean, it is amazing when I sit back and observe these officers work, um, whether it's just the other day watching or passing um, two officers uh, changing a tire for a, a person uh, along the roadside. Um, countless hours and in, in investigations trying to to close a homicide so families can get closure um, when a loved one is killed uh, to the community you know the support has been great there is not a day that goes by that I don't receive a phone call a letter someone in passing saying oh, your officers are do fantastic I love that. And I want to say thank you to you uh, for a couple of things a coming in today I think it's incredible that we've got the chief of the Fort Wayne Police Department in studio with us. But second, just for allowing Sophia to do this show. Um, I think it's really a foreign territory. I don't hear about uh, many uh, local news departments teaming up with the local police department uh, to talk about, quite frankly, a lot of topics that seem to be off limits. And so you've allowed her to do that and share your stories with the community. And I think that's a rare find uh, for you to even allow her to do that. So it's greatly appreciated. And Sophia, he's not done yet, right? He's coming back next week. He is not done yet. Yeah, we're going to pull him back in here because we need to know about what's going to happen in 2022. And I think it's important for the community to know what we have go uh, on our plate moving forward, uh, what we're hoping to do uh, for this community to make it safer, make it better. And with their support, we hope to uh, continue our, our good service to this community. Something else Sophia and I are going to do as we kick off the new year, um, I should mention, I said next week, but we're not here next week. It is Christmas Day. Correct. So I'll actually have the chief back on uh, January 1st. That is New Year's Day. We'll be here with a, a new edition of Unholstered. But something Sophia and I, we got together, we were talking about something special that we could do for the new year. And what we'd like to do is hear from you. If there are topics that we have discussed over uh, the last 20 episodes, as you said it, Sophia. Right, 20, wow. 20 episodes, I can't believe it, uh, that you want us to talk more about. Or if there's a topic we haven't covered yet that you'd like us to talk about. As I said, nothing's off limits. We'd love to hear from you. You can text us, 46862. Just put KB or Sophia or unholstered in that comment so we know you're talking to us. Yeah, we really want to hear from you. And if, if we've said something in the past show that needs more clarity or you wanted more information about a certain topic, uh, please let us know. We are, 
I'd like to do a whole show wrapping up with those questions and, and getting you the answers you want and you you need to know. It's really simple. Just text your question to 46862. You punch that number in your phone and then the text line, write your question. Like I said, put KB uh, or Sophia or unholstered in that text box so we know that you're talking to us. In the meantime, you can download and listen to all previous episodes of Unholstered online, pretty much anywhere. You can download a podcast. Uh, you can listen to us. Uh, before we do wrap up, Sophia, I know I obviously gave Chief Reed a moment uh, to talk to the community and uh, to talk to other members of the Fort Wayne Police Department as we are nearing the Christmas holiday, but I feel like I should give you that same opportunity. You are a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. You're pretty high up on the food chain, too, uh, so I'd like to pass the mic to you. Well, I guess I just want to say thank you, Kayla, for um, asking me to do a show like this because <laughs> this this I, I've loved it. I was hesitant at the beginning. I liked the idea, but I'm like, okay, where's this going to go? Am I going to do okay? But uh, People have really reached out and said they really like the show. They like the platform. They like what we talk about. They like our ease and our banter back and forth. <laughs> um, so obviously two women talking. I mean, what could go wrong? Right, right. <laughs> but um, I just want to say thank you to the community. They've just been overwhelmingly supportive to not just me, but also the officers. We have a... Um, compliment an officer form on our Facebook page, or our, I'm sorry, on our website. And I get something almost every day from someone just thanking an officer about the job they did, how they were treated with respect. Um, so I just want to thank you for sending those in and taking the time to do that because we always hear the bad stuff, but it's really nice and that my officers can then hear the good stuff going forward. And I do pass those on to them and their supervisors so they know that that someone out there appreciates what, what they do. And um, I, I just thank everybody for your po overwhelming positivity to me and my story and this show. So thank you very much. Real quick, Chief Reed, I got to ask. So when Sophia came to you and said, hey... I want to go on the radio in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and talk about all things police. What was your initial thoughts on her doing that? Uh, what are you going to be talking about? <laughs> and I need to know the topics before we discuss it. Because <laughs> you said it, a little bit hesitant, and I don't blame you or you, Chief Reed, for being hesitant at all, because especially in the day and age that we live in now. Yeah. But well, so you truly, are the media, so we I was are like, the well, media. What's your angle? We're the bad guys, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, you don't think we're the bad guys here. Obviously, you don't. As you both came into studio, especially you, Chief Reed, I just thank you for being here today. You're going to be back uh, two weeks from now, not next week, two weeks from now, January 1st. We will be back. So we just took a look back at 2021. We're going to take a look ahead at 2022 and what our Fort Wayne Police Department has in store for you. As we all embark on a new year together, please let us pray now. We uh, embark on 2022 with the pandemic far behind us, but we'll talk more about it in two weeks from now, right here on Unholstered. It's your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.